Hi, I'm Lucy. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, I'm Hannah. Yeah. And I'm Luz. And this is Rhyme. Okay. We're so curious. We're so curious. We want to learn. We love to talk. And connect. And listen. That's true. So here we are, listening to you. With a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, we're lifelong learners. We want to know you. Let's rhyme, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rhyme, baby. Let's rhyme, baby. In this episode of Let's Rhyme, Baby, we speak with two amazing women, Teaser and Sabu who are from Sweden and France, but they are based in Holland, and they really inspired us because they are rhyming with dance. Especially post-pandemic, they have figured out a new way to not only relate to dancing themselves, but also to share and teach dance in a way that brings more awareness to feeling and to being. We are super honored to have them here with us today. Enjoy. <laughs> um, I'm Teaser. I come from Sweden originally. Uh, I moved to Amsterdam three years ago. I've been dancing my entire life, uh, but it's always been very much different styles. My love for hip hop culture came in in my teenager years. I've been in multiple crews, and then since um, since that time, I've been battling a lot. I've been hosting a lot of battles uh, on the mic. And um, since 2014, I'm also a Kizomba dancer. I've been competing about in Kizomba and uh, teaching now the mix from the hip hop with the Kizomba and into Urban Kiss. Of course, I also do dance hall from Jamaica, one of my biggest loves. And through my love of dance, I met this beautiful lady here in Amsterdam. And uh, yeah, take it away. <laughs> oh, I'll go then. Merci for this transition, baby. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, I am Sabu. I am originally from France. Um, and I also started with hip hop, funny enough. Um, I drifted a bit to dance hall. Then I found another love of mine within house dancing. And then I moved to Afro dancing because I don't know, hearing the music for the first time was in Finland. This is where I got to discover more about like Afro dances. Um, and I discovered the traditional African dances from Ghana and later on what we call also like uh, Azonto, you know, and uh, instantly fell in love with the music, with the culture as well, and with the dance. Um, and so I moved to Amsterdam six and a half years ago. And for corporate, for uh, for corporate life and then I decided to quit because I love dancing too much uh, and I went into now teaching uh, mostly afro sometimes a fusion of different styles uh, but mostly my influences what I've learned and yeah right now we're on a different journey together with this uh, beautiful lady that I met like yeah a couple of years ago as well and then uh, obviously we started combining both our styles both are ways of teaching and I think we found each other a lot into, you know, hyping people up, <laughs> being the ones, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know, but also um, finding joy in 
having people discover more about themselves, about their dance, also about their uniqueness, because we feel like this is very, I mean, extremely important because we have all so many gifts to share. So I think that today our journeys are, uh, you know, combined, mm-hmm. combined. Um, so yeah. Beautiful. That's Thank you. Oh, so nice between you two too. Yeah. The energy. It's really beautiful to watch. Yeah. It's like your work wise. It's a beautiful huh? vlog, right? Yeah. 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 It's, I'm it's, trying to get the most out of her and out of all of it before she leaves, you know, because three months of not seeing her every day uh, is going to be uh, tough, you know? So, uh, yeah. 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 We but just I- did four months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're trading with you. Yeah. 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 But it's so good to have that connection. Um, and why we invited you on this podcast is exactly like what you said just now at the end. And that is you're vibing together. So for us, that's rhyming, right? So you rhyme like one puts in something and the other like complements it. And then you like flow. It's like an interaction with flow, right? So I'm following you for quite some time now, both of you. And for me, you're such, both are such inspiring women. Like you are, you both are so unique in yourself and you express yourself so beautifully. I would love for everybody to feel that way. So this is why we wanted to talk to you in this podcast because we just, we are inspired by you guys and we recognize ourselves in your journey. And I'm sure you, you have the same. So let's talk about that, you know, like, who are you when you're not dancing? Because that's the person that you bring to the dance, right? Like, who are you behind the dance? Mm, very interesting question. That is such a, like, first of all, I love questions. Yes. Since I have my own podcast as well, I'm like, ooh, writing those questions now. Exactly. Um, who are we outside dancing? Well, it's a hard topic since dancing has now become everything, right? It has become not only our passion that went from a hobby to actually becoming our work, but it's also the way we have met people. And uh, so all of our friends and our connection and our network is now also based on dancers. And so, yeah, uh, I think that COVID was a great reminder of when everything of those things are taken away. Um, which dancers do you actually hang out with when you can't dance? And what do you do when you, uh, the dance schools are closed and, and all the events are, are canceled? So definitely think that it has been like a, a bit of an identity crisis for, mm. for the most of us. Mm. And at the same time, um, personally, I feel like I really got to start to be okay with that I am actually a person mm. and not just a dancer and that, um, yeah, who am I? I? I think that I'm just a little hippie uh, mm-hmm. on the inside, to be honest. If I didn't have dance, um, I would probably be way more in nature and uh, um, and stuff like that. But I'm also a people person, an extrovert that loves socializing and talking and discussing. So I think I am I'm I'm one of those little peace and love and unity type of hippies, mm-hmm. um, like live in a van and. Uh, that's kind of my my inner my inner self. That's who I am. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> who am I? Outside of our blood, baby. Yeah. Um, well, no, it's an interesting um, question. I think that you said something right about like identity crisis. 
um, because it's like, okay, <clears throat> outside of dancing, outside of teaching, outside of maybe people having that, um, you know, view of you, let's say the image of you. I think for me this year, it hit me quite hard um, because I, I mean, most of my life, I think I've lived up to not necessarily people's expectations, but I've, I've been known for the person who is like the kind of like the life of the party who brings joy, happiness, who's also like screaming a lot during the classes. So I know a lot of people are like, yeah, we're coming for the energy. We really want that energy of you, et cetera, et cetera. So I think this year COVID hit me. I mean, I had it, but also like, I think mentally I told, I gave myself a break and kind of like slowed down with my activity. Uh, didn't teach that much, didn't go online that much. And um, I found out that I actually love my peace, you know, having peace of mind, being with myself, going for walks, reading books outside. And it's funny because I used to do this when I was a kid. Um, I was always like on my own, you know, um, not to go into the details or anything, but like I didn't have that many friends, you know. Um, so as T said with COVID, like you also realize who is your group, you know, who is your tribe and who are your people you can count on, you can have those kind of conversations and you can open up. Um, and I think <clears throat> for me this year was um, a revelation when it comes to also opening myself up to people, uh, being more vulnerable because it's a thing to say that to your student, hey guys, be more vulnerable with your dance. But it felt like I was kind of distancing, sorry, distancing myself from it as well. Mm -hmm. um, and found that, yeah, the people around me are the shit, first of all, they're the true core of also why I'm staying in Amsterdam. And she's one of them, you know, outside of the whole business part and everything. It's just that, yeah, you said it earlier, like there's something here. And even this week we're like, dude, every time we're together, there's like fucking magic that is happening, mm -hmm. you know, and you want to have that kind of energy around you. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think long story short, I would say that I'm a, a quite of an introvert person, to be honest. Mm. And it's funny compared to what we're doing with our lives, you know, dancing and teaching and everything. But mm. I think with my dancing now this year, it was more like, let me just go into an internal journey, maybe to find out more about myself, um, what I stand for, what it is that I really want to be doing with my dance, with my personal journey. Um, so, yeah, I'm more of a piff and puff, you know, mm. where <laughs> a mix of like, uh, yeah. Definitely the extrovert and definitely the one uh, more introvert. And yeah, I like my, my peace and just also being with myself. Yeah. What a time, right? Like I think a lot of people have experienced this, um, you know, forced uh, inner work and inner growth and this space to kind of reevaluate and readjust and also prioritize and understand a little bit more deeply who's important, what's important, what we need, because it's, it's normal. We are going so fast all the time. Um, and it's also good to slow down and, and see what comes up. Um, yeah. I have a lot of questions, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so much things to know like for example you started this coaching program we talked about that like last time and so this is the reason why i asked like who are you behind the dancing right so 
for me it feels like you already knew that who you were but now you're realizing it right so it's not like yeah. news but you're only realizing now yeah. this is me so because your expression through dance that that is so clear that these were you two you know these personalities that's also you so after realizing hey this is a part of me how do you feel that change your dancing Oh, wow, I like questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's only Is a good question a... if you need to okay. really need to think no, about it. Therapy. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. It's all of it. It's driving, baby. Yeah, exactly. It's driving. Right. <laughs> right, baby. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that uh, as a Kizomba dancer, like this thing of like, I used to be able to dance like with hundreds of people per week, right? So just being in, in people's energy a lot is, in my case, because I'm an extrovert, I feed off of that. I get a lot of energy of that. Um, and when we couldn't do it, what changed in me was that I started appreciating it even more. I feel like I have become a better dancer, even though I haven't danced as much. Mm. And that's a little bit of a key also for the coaching program that we're now uh, creating. I feel like in this rat race, even when you're an artist or when you create, and I, I, I often call Sabu like a choreography factory because she can spit out choreos. <laughs> and for me, it takes way longer to create artistic work. Like I, I, yeah, I'm so judging in my head. I'm like, no, my body kind of want to do things. And then my, in my head, I'm just like, no, it's not good enough. It's not clear, clean enough. It's not sharp enough. And there was something that happened through COVID where I was like, uh, well, actually, uh, this thing that I put on myself of what type of high level dancer I am, it's not, it's, it's not uh, regulated by how many bookings I get. It's not about how many people that are coming up and telling me how many, how good I am as a dancer. It's actually because this is my passion. You know what I mean? Like this is something I want to do until I, I can't walk anymore. This is something I want to do lifelong. And so why am I stressing and, and, and mentally shutting down my own creativity and my own moves because of judgmental thoughts? And so that was really one of the reasons mm. that we we bonded over that. And like, why am I, why are we comparing ourselves yeah. mm. when obviously your body is so different to ours and vice versa, and still we are here. And that doesn't matter. Everyone we talk with, beginners to advanced, say the same thing. Mm. I keep on comparing myself. I am scared to be judged. I'm in my head. And like, but dancing is supposed to come from within. It's, it's, it's supposed to come as natural as your normal voice. Are you going around thinking of how your voice sounds like? Mm -hmm. But why are you doing it with your dance and your movements? So those are the thoughts that we're realizing, oh shit, but if I'm doing it in my dance and that is so clear, <laughs> I'm probably doing it in a lot of other areas yeah. in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Completely. <laughs> Full on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. yeah that's, that's completely it. And I think maybe like from my perspective where um, there was a, a shift in my dance. Like when I started Afro, um, <clears throat> I really did it because I loved it. And then I was still training a lot when I was um, 
in corporate life. So for me, it never hit me that I wanted to teach. Like I really was granted that opportunity. Uh, I always knew that I wanted to do something, get my school at some point, but never thought that it would happen, you know, now or anything. Um, <clears throat> but then when I started teaching, it's like I had this whole, um, you know, pressure of, yeah, you're white, you're dancing Afro and you're also teaching Afro, like who the fuck is going to take you seriously? You know, so it's like, it's, it's a, it's a bit like Eminem when he started rapping, like he needed to, to to work twice as hard to, you know, get his own opportunity to create and to kind of like maybe prove himself uh, that he was part of this culture and that he deserved to be there, you know? So I think that for the first two years of uh, this journey, because I started only, yeah, 2019, teaching really full-time, etc. it was really like, okay, I want to make sure that we spread the culture because I'm so passionate and I'm still training and I'll forever be a student. So I took, and I'm still taking as many workshops as I can. But then last year I overdid it. And as T was saying, it became like such a choreography factory where I was just, you know, for the, sometimes I would have a class on, on Saturday morning. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? So I just play the music and boom, it just comes out, you know, because I have to teach. So it was, it was coming, but I knew that it wasn't necessarily maybe what I wanted to express because I lived in that character of being the energetic one, the one that brings like dope choreographies, footwork and whatnot. But I felt like I was a bit distancing again myself with what I maybe really wanted to express deep down. And so by slowing down also this year, I created less. I kind of like let myself go with the flow and appreciated music even more to the point where I was like, ah, oh, now I kind of decipher even more of what the music is telling me. Mm-hmm. And then I just started letting my, let's say my body move the way it wanted to move. So not like, oh, I need to create a choreography. I need to put that step because it's trendy or I need to put that vibe because this dancer um, did it and then she hit 10K followers or whatever. I really started again, you know, as T said, looking more inward because my dance is completely unique on its own. My body is unique. It, it, it moves, it works the way it works for a reason. And it's also like appreciating that and be like, oh, okay, cool. Then let's just work with what you have. Um, and I know that the pieces that I've created this year, I didn't do many, but those were like, there's a, there's a story behind. So even now when I teach them, it's something very special to me because I take the time to share that story with my students, be like, look, this is also me putting myself out there, being super vulnerable with you guys and and telling you when I listened to that song first, it was this and this and that. And there's always like a bit of like, "Ah, I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. Well, you know, but also again like this uh, whole aspect of living up to your true self to your true dance to who you stand for as a dancer what you want to be sharing with your dance what you want to be expressing because dance is a form of expression Mm -hmm. and i feel like today we don't necessarily use it as such uh, but more as a yeah a trend of some sort or whatever so it's always like staying in that surface but i think for the both of us once we kind of like poof, you know, deep dive, it's like, oh, this is so fucking beautiful. Yeah. You don't want to go back up no. to the surface. Yeah. You know, you just want to stay there and keep on exploring. And, and, and this, I think, well, and this, I think, such a beautiful journey because like you're on your own, you literally don't hear the noise that is 
up and you know when it's up it's it's here so you don't hear that, that shit anymore so you're more like Ali let's just continue oh let me just go there oh let me go there and then you yeah I think it's a yeah it's so much easier in this way too yeah we love it yeah yeah I can really relate to the I mean Lemcher Luce it's I'm I'm not a dancer per se I like to you dance yeah you dance (laughs) very uniquely yeah Yeah. but being a yoga teacher I really relate to what you're saying with um you know being in your body and sharing authentic experiences like in these last couple weeks I've um just felt like I really needed to practice more of being in my body and for me being in my body and I hear you guys say this a lot through your work like get out of your head and into your body which I love because I say it all the time as well and um and getting in your body is also a very clear pathway for being more present right and um I heard you say that kind of thing like uh T you were saying after COVID now that when you dance you appreciate it even more it's like a we have this deeper presence for what we're doing because we spent that time maybe away from it and also have had these shifts and these practices that allow getting into the body and people really relate to that right I was teaching the other day and I was also like crying a little bit like <laughs> downward facing dog don't look at me anymore (laughs) but it was the authentic experience and and it was what I needed to learn there was um something I read the other day in a book I'm I'm sort of reading I flipped through this page and it said we always teach what we need to learn the most so it's like that feeling that we all have had in the last couple of years and now we're in these roles of you know coach or teacher or whatever but we're all all lifelong learners um and exchanging this information and i think people really relate to that so um as you're teaching people now and you have this level of presence and this level of gratitude for the dance and the practice and being in the body like how does it uh shift for them like have you noticed a um, different connection with your students as you're teaching in this more whole and authentic place yeah yeah <laughs> definitely yeah we had um before we even started uh, our coaching program online now that we tried all of those things in real life in a workshop series mm-hmm. and yeah i mean it was mind-blowing so different so different so like just to give a context for people who doesn't take dance classes it's usually one and a half hour and then maybe in the end you're like okay, I got all the steps, I got all the quarter, now it's time for me to add feeling, and then boom, the class is over, everyone says bye in Dubai. So um, what we then wanted to see was what happens if we give more time in before they even go into movements to actually start seeking inwards and for to bring that real authentic self and feelings out before they even move mm-hmm. what happens if they have to actually talk about something that is super vulnerable or an insecurity or a fear and what we then did was <laughs> that we did all of those exercises with them uh which uh, made you know we all cried uh it was, a, it was a lot of emotions but it was also it was very scary for us to then go from you know normally you kind of safe in the teacher role because you kind of say, now this is what I want you guys to do. But in this case, we were like, we're going to show you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that our most vulnerable exercises was that we had to stand back to back 
and in front of the whole group we basically had to tell uh, our biggest fear in life and what would be the worst absolute worst outcome if that fear came true and what would be the actual best outcome if we went for it and it didn't happen and I mean, we were <laughs> crying, you know, in front of them. And I'm even crying more because it's like so vulnerable to share something like that. And am I really doing the right thing as teachers now showing these true sides? But of course, like none of them could escape it <clears throat> afterwards because we had then showing them an example of like, we can be vulnerable and it's not easy. So take this opportunity because we just showed you that we are going through it with you. Mm. And that set the whole tone and the whole, yeah, feeling, I would yeah. say, mm. for the rest of the, the workshop. Oh, yeah. Really and so, them. of course, when we yeah. asked them to dance then later with their feelings, completely different. Suddenly, they took up more space. They mm. were more daring. They didn't look around. They were just sharing for each other instead of trying to stand in the corners, mm. you know? So, because what was it to lose? You have already said your biggest mm. fear in life, you know, what, mm. what, how, if you don't take the right foot instead of the left foot, like the world is not going to, to yeah. end. Yeah. Um, but that was like one example of how different it felt. But I think that your students, so was teaching way more than I do. And I think that your students have definitely felt the change in you yeah. the last year. Yeah, and especially like now I also have my own space. So it also feels more, um, yeah, it's like I always welcome them in a way of like, this is my home, you know, mm -hmm. so in my home, there's always like good vibes. Uh, you're only open, you share and like, for example, on Mondays, I do this, especially when we have when I have women only, I mean, maybe I should do it when dudes are, are coming. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> I ask them to put their stuff in the changing room, and then to leave again the studio. So they they wait a bit outside of the studio. And make sure that from the moment they step out of that space into my house, it's only going to be about good energy, about willingness to make stuff happen, to being open, to daring, to being curious, and to also have a conversation with themselves, with their bodies and with their dance, but also with people around. Uh, because what we do, like dance hall and Afro are street dances anyway. So they're not even learning with mirrors or, or anything. And also don't have mirrors in my studio. Life-changing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, like I just play one song, it could be Beyonce, whatever, and everybody has to walk through that space and whoever's walking there needs to hide the other person who's coming. So it's, you know, they're already in that mood of like, yes, you know, let's go. And then they just um, stop thinking. But also from my end, I know that I'm more also daring to be vulnerable and to share more of my stories um, instead of just saying what I think and I believe um, could help them because, as you were saying earlier, there's so much we can do, there's so much we can say. If people are not convinced, they're not going to do it. But with time over the weeks, especially now that I do more courses where people need to sign up from a specific start date and then we go through it for three or four weeks, then you have always the same people. So they grow, they come, they open up, they see the same people as well. So they have this tendency of like, you know what, let me just be even more open and dare even more. So um, yeah, there's a better and bigger connection. And even outside of dancing, we just talk a bit more and you get 
also to you know you get to know them a bit more outside of dancing which i think is uh, is very important especially now we're also trying to build a community mm, yeah this is exactly what i wanted to say like it yeah. sounds like you're building a community by being yourself and to share yourself with the other and therefore yeah. lead by example right and yeah. show them yeah. how to connect and then connect yeah. with each other and create this safe space together and we truly exactly. believe that in community you can lift each other up you know you yeah. can grow it's so potent mm -hmm. for growth mm -hmm. and for like being yourself with the other i mean what else is there you know like so it, for me the what you're, you're what you're saying both of you are like creating a very strong community where people can yeah lift each other up and just feel themselves even more yeah that's so much it's like so much bigger right like dancing it's so good but this is so much bigger right it's gonna affect Definitely. lives in Definitely. such a beautiful way yeah and i think it's good as well that you know people see it as more than just dancing because sometimes uh you know as she was saying like you go into a class of one hour and a half and it's only about like choreography steps and you're in your own bubble and you're in your own zone then you have the mirrors you're trying to perfecting everything but at the end of the day if you know you came to the front the, to the first row or you made a friend or you dare to speak to the teachers those as well are learnings it doesn't always have to be about mm -hmm. steps grooves techniques music being the best and like, like out mm -hmm. um outgrowing everyone else it can also be about hey you know what i actually dare to bring my ass to class being alone and i made a friend you know mm -hmm. so seeing that as well from our perspective i know that yeah I, i teach a bit more so when i see them interact you know at the end of it they're like they're meeting each other you know they they go for drinks they train together they create their own little routines mm -hmm. so um yeah just more than than just movement it's really that community that creates more openness more curiosity towards yourself but also towards each other and i think that with what's happening at the moment we need it even more mm. you know so uh yeah it's a uh, it's a uh, no it's everything is is very magical yeah <laughs> so yeah. thank you covid yeah. for changing our life yeah, yeah. yeah. and well, going inward it's true you know and um like if we're using covid as an example or dancing or surfing or yoga or whatever it is right like there's um There's teachings everywhere. I think that's what I really connect with. I'm sure we connect with a lot about what you're offering through your program is like what's really inspiring to me and to us is seeing people take a normal routine activity and and pull the teachings out and see what um, you know, like what the mirror is and what the deeper lesson is. It's like something that we naturally do and I think we do a lot in our work and it's that's rhyming right it's like really rhyming with your life by letting every opportunity be a teacher like whether it's like the way you, you notice a feeling coming up when you're behind a car and you're like why aren't they going you know like even just that like there's a teaching there there's a lesson and so to see people like you who are professional dancers you know and like you have this identity around dancing but from whatever pathway now you're at this place where you're pulling like really deep beautiful lessons and building the community around something that people will choose dancing because they like it for all these other reasons but we can get to them and and really learn from each other and support each other 
when you uh, yeah, we, present it the way that you are. In. Mm. Yeah. They think that they're going to dancing. Um, <laughs> Love that. But there's spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're very keen on having them believe so because, yeah. you know, it can be very scary otherwise. Yeah. If you, we would name the class therapy, yeah, um, that wouldn't be correct on so many levels. So yeah. We're not educated, <laughs> but with that being said, you know, you, you, you kind of want them to go in thinking that, yeah, this mm-hmm. can be good for me. Mm-hmm. I can become happier. Mm-hmm. And kinda then cool. you're like, boom. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. boom. Go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can relate yeah. to that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's fun, huh? Yeah, yeah. wait for it. Yeah. Wait, wait for it. Playing yeah. with water, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Just a little water. Yeah. Why are there the tissues here? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best. And there's always learning. And uh, yeah, it's really beautiful that you are on that same page with your students, you know, just like here we all are. We talk a lot about that with Rhyme and our uh, experience with people and clients. It's like, yeah, there's the there's the backbone structure that we have a plan and it's gonna look and feel like this and we're gonna go here and here and here. But also this is an energetic exchange and information exchange, so we're also ready at any moment to listen and learn and share. And I think that's what people really feel with your work, with our work, so. And I really like what you said, Tabu, about inviting them into your home. This is what we want to do too, like, and we are doing that because people feel that like, hey, maybe this is not our physical home, but this is our home. Like, welcome into our life, you know, like, welcome into our life and let's share. And let's find a way to connect with each other so you can connect with yourself and then life becomes a little bit more like nicer and with more purpose with more ease and so i really relate to that too i feel like the more authentic you can express yourself the more it feels like that you know like people coming to your house to your room to your space you know like you can create that yeah it's very i i love how you speak about that like how you translated all that learnings into this unique thing within the dancing world you know like we're talking about dancing but and expressing yourself but there is also like this other part that is like you take yourself in that dance so it's not about how it looks but it's how it feels like your dancing is a doing thing right so obviously it's nice when it looks nice especially when it's like dope ass like (laughs) yeah i cannot do that but i want to see yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's also it's just exactly what you're saying when it comes into, I mean, after we have started this journey on our own, like I just feel that these more shallow conversations as well has like kind of faded out. Like even even when we have like just when we are eating with our friends, yeah, suddenly there comes a question game, and yeah. like and suddenly we're talking about like what was the biggest no you ever said in your life you know and so every time before we always had game evenings with uno and now we only have game evenings with like the deepest questions and i think that is so cool to see Mm. how it has also changed the way we are talking just in our group because it feels like everyone in a sort of way because of the situation has kind of reconnected and so we don't really have so much time for the shallow surfer yeah. stuff. We yeah. want to scuba dive, yeah. you know, yeah. and we want to see like underneath. Yeah. So, um, even though surfing is great, but, uh, <laughs> just, just 
um so yeah i think it's very interesting because now i just feel like we're kind of walking like uh yeah philosophers we're walking mm. philo- we're like dancing philosophers <laughs> yeah. and we spread yeah. out into everything i'm like on the verge now when i'm trying to like soften up my 57 year old brother uh you know by like sending him some a little bit of like loving texts from <laughs> little sister and he still answers with a thumbs up but i'm like i'm getting there you know what i mean like my yeah. motivation of actually creating more depth in conversations exactly. in family has yeah. also increased and yeah uh in the relationship and yeah it just yeah. kind of affects everything it's like a ripple but effect, i think it's right? yeah and i think you know maybe in um honestly i'm very grateful for covid to be very honest um because it's also like triggering something where maybe before you used to kind of like depend on external things to make you happy to get to know yourself better to i don't know create connections with people and now you're like shit bars clubs everything is closed what do i do mm-hmm. two options you either like go downwards uh, 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 a fucking tunnel and like oh, or you're like yeah exactly or you're like well actually let me just this is the this is the time you have to confront yourself you have to confront your demons like my brother says um and this is also where you like actually i don't necessarily need anything external doesn't yeah. mean that you cannot go to museums or whatever but you're not depending on that to create a certain vibe you're not depending on watching a movie to get to know someone those are like fluff stuff you know you can literally sit down put your ass on the couch and have a conversation or literally put your ass on the couch and just not necessarily speak you don't even have to speak you know i kind of felt like we kind of gone back to like the cave times yeah, when we yeah. had to sit by the fire exactly and there was like no screen maybe no nothing. nothing it was yeah. just that yeah. sharing around the fire yeah. moment exactly that's all we got now. and that's all you got <laughs> so literally got. that's all you got so you do with what you have you know exactly so you also realize actually but my strength are, the, are these I'm not necessarily good at this. Okay, why not? You know, you kind mm-hmm. of like, just like a spring cleaning type yeah. of situation. You just take what's good for you, you remove what is not necessarily mm-hmm. good for you and you keep moving, you know, but you know what you have here at your core, your values, what you stand for, and it's the same for dancing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, um, yeah, it's that that stage of, uh, I love this caveman uh, comparison. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah yeah literally yeah. it's yeah. like I mean, back, that's about, that's about, back to basics yeah back to basics that's what i was gonna say yeah that's like a yeah. <laughs> concept yeah. is like we always say back to the baseline and you already have what you need like you're already whole we were always all already whole yeah it's like this time it's a little bit like an um when the electricity disappears right <laughs> all the lamps that usually blocks the view of the sky it's like all the electricity is gone and suddenly you start seeing everything mm. and you're like whoa whoa yeah. that's yeah. been up there all the time yeah. you know exactly yeah. not about it yeah and um you know i've never been so much into like you know celebrating uh, or journaling around new moon and full moon like since covid started i'm just like i need some kind of guidance and actually funny enough as humans we always come back to nature looking in yeah look to the stars look to nature you Cycles know it's of religious you, mm. yeah the yeah. rhythms yeah. the cycles i mean that's the moon and the stars and we 
our bodies actually have a 24 hour cycle you know like i flew from holland to here and my body's like oh no it's now it's light like which organ needs to like function now it's like it's it's fucked up right now you know so our bodies are so connected to the world to where we are in this moment that if we were more in that moment our bodies would like, appreciate that more and would give us more support mm -hmm. if we were like connected more in this moment you know mm -hmm. so it, it it makes sense to connect with the earth and like all the planets around it and mm -hmm. not like you have to do all that like spiritual whatever routines i, I mean it's just connecting with yourself acknowledging that there is a bigger part around us you know mm. that we are a part of yeah. in so many ways can we ask you questions too i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. let us know if you have any questions yes please yeah like for because obviously uh it's a very crazy coincidence or maybe not a coincidence <laughs> that we started talking about retreats um we definitely would love to create uh, our first retreat next year and then out of nowhere i get this message about a retreat in costa rica and i'm like whoa like what is happening like nobody has ever contacted me about retreat ever and and here here it is here it Look is, is. This um is so, so like you must have been on such a journey as well when it comes to this why did you decide just from 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 us to you like what what made you decide to go for it for to go for the retreats because yeah since we're in the same boat uh for us it feels like it's a those are the type of work we want to do and connect with uh, people on a deeper level but what made you to go for it <laughs> i'm going first huh? yeah like, like I'm always the first to answer <laughs> Um, for me, it has been a lifelong dream. Like I'd always had this, like I want to live somewhere, like in nature, abroad, like not in Holland, but somewhere. And I want to contribute. I want to like build community. I want to like give back, you know? And I want to work with people because I, I know for myself how hard life can be, you know? Like, and I also experience how beautiful life can be with support and how you can learn from each other and like, I've been on this journey about like being more open and vulnerable and then I attract people the same they are the same and they feel the same and they think the same and then it's like expanding 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 so and then I met this this little nugget and then she had the similar dream and then we connected like so deeply it's like damn I wish I was a lesbian you know like I just could love her to like the mild <laughs> vibe and beyond yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we we are so compatible like like what you said like you're an introvert you're an extrovert we have the same thing in so many different levels you know and you can see that with the people that we talked to in the beginning that we met and we were traveling together and people were sitting with us and just telling their whole lives without us asking many questions like it was just like one question here one question there and like after a few hours like wow that was pretty good huh and we were both very energetic and that just lifted our spirits so much so we mm. started talking about that like hey maybe we should work together maybe we should start a podcast now we have a podcast hey maybe we should like travel together we did that hey maybe we should like work together on like a mm. retreat because what you do and what i do that mm. is like it's so good together because movement and feeling your body that's so good but it's also really nice to understand 
and process it. So this is how we come together, my part and her part, mm. your part, and that works so beautifully together because mm. they both exist, you know? Like sometimes they say like, oh yeah, get out of your head. Yeah, all right, great advice, but how do you do that? You know, or somebody said, just get into your body. Yeah, well, when I was in a very low point in my life, if somebody gave me that advice, would say like, yeah, great. Can you give me the directions, please? You know, because how do you get there? And so we feel the same, like think the same, and we just incorporate it, mm-hmm. our thoughts and our love and our energy into this idea. And that just grew, 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 grew mm-hmm. into... Yeah, fuck yeah, retreats off course. Obviously, yeah, Yeah. I was gonna say, it's almost like an obvious thing, you know, like, Luce did a nice summary of the story and Mm -hmm. and like from kind of like point A to point B and we have this shared vision, um, but I think too, she's also more like, this is what she wanted her whole life and she always had this clear dream and I'm way more like, oh, this is right here, I'll do that, (laughs) okay, and then this is here so that seems like the next good step you know so i'm like right here and she's like let's take it here um and i think the fact that we both ended up here in costa rica like again i was like i'm just gonna move to costa rica like i didn't have a plan and she wasn't planning on coming and she's like yeah babe go go see how it feels if it feels good maybe i'll join and then she was here and then we were living together so it's a, it was a mix what i'm saying is it was a mix between this overarching dream and this vision and this uh, you know thing that we both wanted to do i was a school teacher and then i was just always practicing yoga and i remember doing my teacher training and saying at the beginning of the training well i'll never teach this is just to deepen my practice and then after a month of the training i taught my first class as the graduation I was like well obviously and now I'm teaching like it just felt it in my body you know and then I was traveling and teaching traveling and teaching meeting loose and then yeah it was just like one thing led to another which is exactly what you guys are experiencing the way that you describe the magic and the serendipity and the energy and it's like is it a coincidence probably not it's just aligning because it's exactly right um and that is I think how it felt here the last six months of teaching and loose here and we had these experiences already with working with people in such an informal way like people just opening up and sharing I remember we kept saying we got to figure out how to organize this like we have to organize these into uh, organize this this experience into a way of of sharing and um and being in community with people so yeah didn't even really think twice about it we we just it was just logic yeah yeah so logic and also because people tell me like oh you have this amazing life living in Costa Rica yeah that's true and you're so lucky yeah also true but it's also a lot of dedication and every day we are working like quote unquote working on ourselves you know like mm-hmm. to stay in our bodies to feel connected <coughs> to just stay, just repeat that yeah just to stay in our bodies to feel connected and to make hard choices like hey this is scaring me yeah talk about it hey but we're gonna do it anyway yeah or this doesn't feel right like there's like all like micro steps and learnings that took us where we are right now Mm -hmm. you know it's not like i want to do a retreat let's do it bam 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 the retreat is there you know it's been about just complete surrender to Mm -hmm. this 
magical idea and that brings a lot of insecurities and fears and doubts mm -hmm. and like for you too like and then i went to costa rica yeah but also do i want this do i want yeah. this is this a thing that i need to do like what if it doesn't work blah 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 yeah. so there's a lot of that too so people tend to see the beauty and like oh my god that's a really nice result but that result mm -hmm. took a lot of effort mm -hmm. and for us working together i feel like our strongest connection is obviously that's there and that's mm -hmm. our being right mm -hmm. but we keep it alive by doing and committing every day to doing all right now we're going to do this so that we can be this mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> wow yeah so nice so so nice yeah wow yeah we need to go to costa rica yeah. <laughs> you should yeah Oh, you should come and rhyme with us, really. And then it's very funny because when we talked about doing retreats, we first started. We were like, let's do one in in Holland, and then let's do one outside of Europe or like outside of Holland. Even like I don't know. We never. I mean, we're open. Our motto is like, yes, we'll figure it out. You know. So we just jumped right there, and we're like, okay, whatever, we'll make it happen. You know. Um, but then in, in my, I was doing some coaching sessions and we were doing like, um, a goal setting and Costa Rica, Costa Rica was literally on the map. Um, and everything that is happening at the moment is on the map. Uh, like my personal journey of like also opening my own dance school, everything right now is on the map. So it's a bit scary. And at the same time, it's like, this is magic. It's meant mm -hmm. to happen mm -hmm. this way for some reason that we ignore, but Literally June, July was that moment where I was like, Ali, I know T and I will do a retreat someplace else. Um, and Costa Rica is on the map as well because for uh, love reasons. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, and now like a couple of days later, she's like, dude, there's this like approaching me, Costa Rica. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's all just very crazy, but um, behind the scenes of like, this is every day, you know, it's yeah. not just like, oh, poof, we created a coaching program or oh, poof, mm -hmm. we're doing a retreat. No, there's like tens of thousands of insecurities, doubts and, and, and mm -hmm. bumping your head against the walls and trying and failing and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think this is also <clears throat> what we want to share with our coaching program, that it's you're going to fail. Yeah. Accept yeah. it. You're yeah. going to fall. Accept it. Yeah. You know? Real. This is real. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's gonna exactly. Be hard. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah and that's okay and it's okay. yeah completely okay and that's that also how you grow this is uh this is definitely how you grow and uh hopefully you know like people get that mindset switch as well to be like yes. fuck yes that's very true nothing comes easy you need to put in the work for everything um and being okay with the fact that you're gonna fuck up but that doesn't mean you're a fuck up so yeah. it's also like this yeah. distancing oh my god this word between distance <laughs> yeah. between you know failing and also like but i'm not a failure right you know yeah um, and i know like within our cause as well the fact that being too much in their heads or being stuck or not having the steps or the grooves or feeling like oh my god people are judging me or like yeah but am i a good dancer asking themselves, am I actually a dancer? For us, like, if you're moving, you mm -hmm. are a dancer, mm -hmm. you know? But there's this whole, again, also, like, identity crisis around that. It's like, yeah, but I haven't been training for such a long time, so I don't deserve to get the title of being a dancer. Yeah. Well, 
you're an answer period you know mm. so um yeah mm. so good i think that again when it comes to going out and doing things that we maybe been secretly were unten- intentionally dreaming about when it comes to like doing something more with your dance really helping people on a on a like a profound inner level rather than just oh it's each use to do some steps you know mm-hmm. no no like how, how can we use the dance in order to make people achieve their dreams and then the more we've been doing it the more we practice it the more i feel like all my dreams are suddenly feeling like so much more doable yeah accessible and so this thing of um me traveling uh, with my with my fiance uh, has been uh, one of those dreams. Like for eight years, we've been saying like, oh, we really want to go backpack. We really want to do this. And then just because the, all the other things have been flowing, I'm just like, yeah, that's so easy. It's so easy for me to, to take that step now because I've been practicing it again through the dancing, through the, the, what people that I surrounding myself with and and so on and so on that's it um that's it. so yeah dreams so beautiful yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. that's it that's it yeah, yeah. so good and it's so funny because i remember and it was last year um around the same time i was in spain and i was looking at your both your accounts and it's like one day I'll have my podcast and I want to interview these. I, I remember telling me this to another friend, like, I want to interview those two. I want to, I'm going to, you know, like last year, one year ago, I said that. And all of a sudden, I told you that, right? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I have these two girls and I really want to like, and then it was like, yeah, let's do it because she's very in the moment. Okay, Luz, just focus on today. Like today is this, Luz, today is this. She's like, yeah, but I want this, you know, like, yeah. We will get, we will get it's there. Coming. It's coming. So I told her like, hey, okay, now we're doing like this podcast thing, and like, are you ready? She said, do it. It's like, I'm gonna text you, you know, like I'm gonna now. It feels good. It feels good to do. So it's so funny yeah. that you say like, oh, I wrote that down like a streak and this retreat. So it just last year wasn't right, but now it was. Mm. So. Yeah. Yay! 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. You've shared so many things about the way that you have shifted your dancing and how that's shifted your students' experience, your experience, like big and small, right? But when, like, say, imagine someone listening to this, kind of like we said before, and they're like, okay, but how? Like, what's the actual practice? Like, what would I actually do after this podcast is over to maybe feel a little bit of what these women are talking about? So... What practices, do you have any practices that are tangible and that you can put language around that you've incorporated into your life since you've had these, these shiftings and these, these rhymes in your life? I think one of the first ones like this year was really listening to the music. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say the same <laughs> Seriously. Like it's the music in itself is I think it's um it's a beautiful language that sometimes we don't necessarily take the time to, you know, investigate in or try to understand. And she, because it's a she, hello, yes. you know, she has so much to tell us, you know. Mm. So it's deciphering the music. It's trying to uh, again be in that space where sometimes it's just sitting on the couch, putting your headphones 
making sure that you know you have your own me time and then really trying to understand what the music is telling you depending on the mood or whatever but going through these sometimes it's just a flow and then listen to the music again and again and again and again mm -hmm. it, and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have anything to do with like being a professional dancer or not but it's more again that being in that space where you're like oh my god this is hitting me right now i don't know what that is but i'm gonna you know keep on listening to that music because mm -hmm. for some reason right now it's telling me something mm -hmm. and when this happens usually i know personally i'm never home i'm always in such a weird space either like in a, in a in an airport or like in a plane or in a metro or anything and this is where everything just comes together and my body just starts moving on its own you know mm -hmm. so i don't even again think of anything anymore but i'm trying mm -hmm. to because i'm deciphering the music my body starts moving automatically mm -hmm. on its own because it wants to hit that ta 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 or like boom cha cha whatever mm -hmm. that is and then i just let my body do it mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and i think for me yeah it's it's really this is the only thing that i can say right now i don't even think of steps or, or or grooves or techniques like unless i really want to be drilling something out of my personal you know growth and be like oh i want to improve my footwork then i know who to go to you know whether instagram or youtube i know a few dancers that are really strong into what i want to be developing and then i would just again watch 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 and then start doing it on my own but also never you know give up after the first fail because again you're going to fail uh but more again going into that process of like let me just repeat repeat mm. repeat 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 so mm. i would say the music first and the um, that essence of like repeating mm. no matter what mm. you know because we think that everything comes that easy but if we don't if we don't repeat then we mm. yeah we just don't get anything um so yeah those are like my tools mm. rhyming with music mm. rhyming with music experiencing the music and just yeah. have that interaction i like that yeah. mm. it's a different yeah. Mm. yeah i mean i was also gonna say <clears throat> listen to the music mm. um but uh, in my mind i'm thinking of a lot of people say that I don't know what to do, mm -hmm. like as in, I don't know how to move. I don't know where to start. And um, I've also during COVID taken a storytelling course, nothing to do with physical storytelling, but just about like, like how storytellers train on becoming great storytellers by telling something from their life. Mm -hmm. The best stories are told from something you have experienced on your own, right? But that is also kind of how i want wish uh, anyone that wants to dance to feel um when it comes to our emotional spectrum we have so much uh what we tend to see is uh, a lot of like oh but if you dance you, you you have to dance sensual or you have to dance happy those are the two most common ones uh in, in in my dancing industry or world or whatever you want to call it but actually you know i'm not just always sensual or happy i'm sometimes angry i'm sometimes uh um, proud i'm sometimes grateful i'm sometimes disappointed and uh, i'm sometimes in love and i'm sometimes heartbroken like all those emotions uh 
is your story and can only be told by you and your body from your life. Um, so when I think about listening to music, it's a little bit about what Sabu said. It's about, okay, what does this song tells me? What feeling is it mirroring or reflecting within me? And start moving from there. Like, I wish I would have learned this a long time ago. I started with the steps and the training and the counts, and then I've kind of lost a lot of who I was when I was younger, the girl who was only standing in front of the mirror and like playing that Jean-Paul, you know, like CD over and over again and be like, I am shake that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and, uh, and I was free. I was free. And then I learned how to dance and then I became caged. And now I'm trying to rediscover again what that means. And, and, and that's why, that's what I want to say. I want to say that if you don't know where to start, start with the stories yeah. within you because those emotions are yours. And so you don't have to learn them. Mm -hmm. You don't have to learn how, how to do something perfect out of those. You yeah. just have to start <clears throat> moving from those Beautiful. things. And when you, you find songs that are attracting those sides, it's just so start cool. moving. And if that's Sean Paul, <laughs> if that's Sean Paul, it is. Go for it. No, I think what I want to add to that as well is that, um, <clears throat> you know, it, being in that mindset of telling yourself that you, like, what you're feeling or what you're experiencing through the music is legit, you know, it's also that part of, like, owning it and making sure that you're, again, it comes deep from your body and that you have all the right reasons to feel it, to experience it this way, to be moving this right way you know and again as t said and i like the expression of like i feel i felt caged it feels like you know we were brought into this world like this we didn't even have time yet to kind of connect with our own essence because we've been bombarded with you need to go to school you need to dance like this but you need to explore this and you need to make a training but you need to get a dance education if you want to be a teacher so you're constantly like you know blah 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 all over your face that you first of all you weren't trained to actually again forget about all of this and first start with what you have so now indeed like the switch to coming back to that naked part i would mm -hmm. say um sometimes might be challenging i know this year was challenging for me but i'm enjoying that process you know and again that idea of um all of it all of what you're feeling is completely legit Nobody has anything to tell, to say about it. There's no right or wrong way. You are unique, again, the way you are, the way you stand, the way your body is shaped, the way you're listening to the music, the way you're interpreting the music, and the way you're moving. I think we need to tell that each other, to, to, to ourselves, but also to each other, that more often, yeah. you know, so that we're sure, that we make sure that we have that confidence enough to actually start moving you know mm -hmm. and forget about like i don't know how to move you know how to walk you know how to move mm -hmm. you don't need anything find it out on your own mm -hmm. you know so maybe that's this there's this whole idea of responsibility as well like take ownership of yourself take ownership of your personality of getting to know who you are again and getting to know your body you know you have plenty of exercises it can just be about like i don't know moving 
your fingers like this, you're going to be finding something very extraordinary mm -hmm. about the way you move your fingers. Same thing with your hands, same thing with your posture, with your shoulders, like go and crack all of these, all of the different parts of your body and you're going to find your own way of dancing. And again, you are unique as you are and you are super, super enough. So go for it. Go. <laughs> Wow, that was a really good ending, huh? Yeah. Really. I really felt it like, oh yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, let's Brr -pop. Go. Huh? Let's dance. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank you for your time and for sharing Thank all you your so much. beautiful yeah. words and uh yeah. So inspiring. Yeah. Definitely gonna use yeah. a lot of this conversation <laughs> in our bodies, you know, like hey, how can we translate this as well? So thank you mm. for the learning. Thank yes. you for sharing. It was thank mutual. You. Thank you so much. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I think that again, the space that is always there makes up for it. You know, sometimes you're like, mm, I want to go there, but I don't know. And again, like you're being in your head and whatever. But when even like through the screen right now, you feel that the, the energy is here, the vibes are here. So this is also very important. All about vibes. Amen. Oh, vibing, 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 all along.